Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight we'll be discussing the second season premiere of Sci-Fi's original series, 12 Monkeys. We both write for purefandom.com. You can check out some of the other articles and recaps over there. We also do a Legends of Tomorrow podcast for Pure Fandom in addition to our regular gig over at Sci-Fi Rewind. While you're on Pure Fandom, take a look at the other fun stuff from the awesome writers over there. Court, let the good people know how they can reach us. Well, you can find me over at Twitter at JenDev, and he's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. Be sure to check out the Pure Fandom Facebook page as well because I know they post a lot of stuff there and it's fun to chat with them. If you're on Twitter, though, make sure you're using the hashtag PureFans. You can do that on Facebook, too. Mm -hmm. But it's just an easier way for us to track the different things that you're talking about. That way we can talk more about the things that you want to hear about. So this week, like I said, was the first episode of the second season. So season two, episode one. It was titled Year of the Monkey. I love that title. Oh, I did, too. Isn't, is it actually the year of the monkey? I believe, yes, it is. That's so cool. So in this episode, we saw Cole and Ramsey trying to mend their broken friendship while on the run from the army of the 12 monkeys. And in the year 2043, Dr. Rayleigh and Jones navigate an uncertain future as Deacon and the 12 command the temporal facility. That was an awesome episode. Yes, this year is, 2016 is actually the year of the monkey. That is how did they do that? How did they make that happen? Well, I think they figured it out last year and said, you know, we should really incorporate this into it. They better have. That, oh, that's perfect. I love it. And then, of course, they used that in, within the episode. They had the whole Chinese New Year thing coming up. Yep. So this episode was directed by David Grossman. And, of course, it was written by the genius Terry Metadalus, who's also the creator of the show. And it was written as well by Travis Fickett for this episode. So, oh, my God. It was very good. It was perfect. I love that it, the way the episode opened. So the premiere opens by giving the audience a quick recap, just in case you missed it, of sorts. But it's almost like it was telling you a, 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 a bedtime story. It was like storybook, the way the narrator was going. And Cookie, if you can guess the identity of that narrator, no, it was not Cookie. It was not Cookie Lions. Um, <laughs> so did you recognize the narrator's voice? I kind of did, but I really wasn't sure until you told me. But I was really impressed that, you know, she kind of helped a time traveler at one point in time. She did. She did. So for those who did not recognize the narrator's voice, it was Madeline Stowe. That's right. The original Dr. Rayleigh from the uh, the movie, 12 Monkeys. Uh, of course, it was the actress, not not the Dr. Rayleigh. That, that's Cassie now. You right. said Catherine was in the movie, right? Correct. It was Catherine. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing her actually pop up on the show. Uh, um, not to spoil anyone, but she that was in casting news a couple of months ago. Right. I mm, I have a theory on who she is, but yeah. maybe she's Cassie's mother. Oh, that'd be interesting, now, wouldn't it? Yeah, and her father can be Bruce Willis from the future, hey. and it's a whole John Connor thing. Oh, okay. Don't hey, it can happen. Oh, uh, it could. It takes it takes the future to create the past. Yes, it does. So what I liked about the intro, though. Mm -hmm. was the fact that it kind of gave a recap of everything that has been going on. Yeah. So it was a good jump-in point for people who may not have seen the first season. And if you haven't, it's on Hulu. Go yeah, sign up and get a, free thing, get a free account and go through it. 
Yeah. Or if you did see it and you just so happened to have not seen the marathons that it came on or if you didn't, you know, go back and binge it. Now you're back in there like, oh, yeah, that happened. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. It helped clean out the cobwebs a little bit. And, you know, right off the bat, the narrator is saying that Cole changed the future by saving Ramsey. Yay, because Cassie was love. He showed him how to love. It was so it was so storybook. I was like, oh, this is uh, so sweet. And how he was destined never to see Cassie again. <laughs> Hmm. Of course, that was a big fat lie. Yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, the 12 monkeys, the army of 12 monkeys are tracking Ramsey throughout the world. How are they doing that, Brad? Uh, I think they have a tracking device. But this is where I have an issue right here. Yeah. Um, okay, he has a tracking device in him. How are they going from from Germany to Bangkok to, to Istanbul? And they're not like going, oh, he's at the airport. I'm well, just, they're, they're traveling underground and it's like lead. Okay. No, they're underground. You're not traveling from. <laughs> you're not traveling the world through the, uh, you know, the hole in the earth theory. You know, they're catacombs. They're ta- they're taking a hollow earth and making it through there. Yeah. Yes. I- I'll let that go just because journey was, through the center of the earth. Oh, well, that's how you do it. I'll let it go. I mean, that was just one of my major issues. Like, well, why didn't they catch them when they were at, like, you know, on a train or something? Well, yeah, it's the Army of the Twelve Monkeys, and yes, it's a conspiracy. But while they are worldwide, they couldn't immediately get to where they needed to go. They didn't have a problem tracking Ramses down, though. Well, no, I'm saying tracking down Ramsey. Well, you know, the, the other part is the fact that he's running down the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. I actually screamed and said, "What are you? Are you an idiot? You, if you're ever being chased by somebody in a car, it's exact. You don't run down the place where they drive on normally. Yeah, this run, is true. Run through the forest. It works better. Well, he had to get them in place because Cole was going to do the thing, right? With, with the thing. Well, that was really that was the kind of interesting part is they got the um, Olivia to come out of the car. Yeah. Who I'm was at a toss up is is she the witness? Now I know she's not, but no. You kind of have that issue of going is what what part is Olivia in all this thing? I have I have no idea, but I like I like what she's doing. Like mm-hmm. Cole was not supposed to save Ramsey. Ramsey's supposed to be dead. So in effect, like you said, Cole changed the future, and they're trying to do what they can to fix it back right to the way it was with those ripples and causality and all that good stuff. But this goes into saying how Cole. Even in last season and this season, he's already in this episode. In fact, has set up the fact that uh, you're you're not predestined to do something. You do have free will. Are you sure, though? Do he really? has. He's changed things. Well, he, he they before he was destined to leave Ramsey, and but he went back and got him. I mean, and Ramsey yes. changed his mind. There's a lot of stuff going on. No fixed points. Right. There, yeah. There's no fixed points in time travel. There's just final destination. So it's going to come back for Ramsey. <laughs> but Ramsey is already kind of, the, the old man jokes are just killing me. Because if we remember right, uh, last season he was had injected by uh, Jones's serum. So he kind of lives long. He's been now around Cassie for quite too. a long time. Yeah. No edging. Right. And Cole will too, I imagine. But mm-hmm. Cole hasn't been on, been in, the past nearly as long as Ramsey was because Ramsey right. spent all that time in prison. Yeah. And so. then out of prison with the army of the 12 monkeys helping them. Right. And his time traveling hand thing his little shaky hand. I wonder when we're going to get to that. Interesting. That was in last season. You may not remember. It may just go away. We may never get an answer to it, but who knows? Yeah. 
Ramsey is all about saving his son. Yeah, that's also an interesting dynamic. Like while Cole and Ramsey's are back together, they're not necessarily back together. They're at cross purposes. Like Ramsey's doesn't want to fix the future. He wants it exactly the way it is. And Cole, he wants to fix things. He doesn't want everybody to die. Me, I'm like, well, why doesn't Ramsey's go find his baby mama and still go get her pregnant? And then voila, you have a kid. Well, he's not going to know where to find her if the world survives. Well, he could still look her up. He knows her name. I don't know. It's a good question. But, yeah, it's one of those things where that's, you know, they both have different ideas. They're totally against each other. But, hey, they don't have anybody else they can trust. Well, my idea works better because didn't his baby mama get killed? Honestly, I can't remember, but I believe she, she did. did. She did. She got killed. That's another reason why he wanted to make sure his son survived. So he's only worried about his son, but not his baby mama. Right. He's, he's not thinking outside the box. Now, you go find baby mama, get baby mama pregnant, keep baby mama alive, <laughs> and then be like Highlander and live forever. Highlander. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that works out. Yeah. I think he's going to change. He's going to come around and change his mind at some point in time. Oh, he, he, he has no choice but to. Especially you have all these people going back and forth in time, and now the messengers, like, they're changing things, too. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do this just because you want to keep one person safe. Well, and the, the things that you're doing might not even keep them safe. Well, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll jump to the future. We'll bypass the whole Ramsey's getting his tracker taken out. The We're going back to the future. It, well, you know, the whole thing with Ramsey and his tracker thing, that was just kind of like a little plot dump. Oh, by the yeah. way, Jennifer's doing it. And that was it. <laughs> it was like, eh. Uh, didn't you know that guy was shady, though? You knew it right off the bat. I was like, this yeah. isn't going to work. It's not going to it's not going to happen. And. Yeah, why are we trusting him? Yeah, so, but we got the, you know, Jennifer's uh, going to release the virus. Here you go. Here's all the information you go. Go forth. Kill me off. I'm going to die anyhow because the virus is coming. <laughs> so, in the future, back to the future. Mm-hmm. Jones, Jones has already saved Casey. Cassie, not Casey. Uh, and gave herself an injection so that time moves around her. Mm-hmm. That way, if the messengers change something, she'll know what it is. Yeah. Kind of makes you wonder if in that eight-month span that Cassie was there, if she kind of got the injections also. I bet she did. Because you got to have somebody know. I think that would be kind of um, interesting to be there and watch things change. And I try, I'm trying to remember what movie that was in where things was i don't i don't know it was one of those things where something changed in the world but that was the only person who knew about it i was it, i i'm sure it's happened in a couple of different either films or in tv shows where it's only happened to the person that's been doing the traveling right so oh, we've never actually seen it happen to the person that within that time frame though i know what show i'm thinking what movie i'm thinking about it was butterfly effect yeah, but see i was thinking about that other one that came out last year um where the kids found that device. Oh, yes. I know which one you're talking about. That one, too. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't horrible. It was just... No, but they, they're the only people who know what the changes have been made. Right. So, yeah, she does that. That's that's an interesting fix. I'm wondering how that's going to come to play later on. Because totally. we've seen a few different time zones go... Uh, time lines happen so far. So, one of my favorite parts of the episode... Mm-hmm. And I, you might agree with me on this one. 
was Jones sending the first messenger. Oh, heck <laughs> yeah. That was that was definitely one of my favorite parts. And like her what she said. Like Jones is so badass. Are, are you, are you sure her. you want to do this? <laughs> they were sure. And her uh, next thing of who's next? That was perfect. <laughs> That was so perfect with her little smile. And I love the fact that she didn't back down. And when she was about to back down, the other guy, he figured out how to get in so she didn't look weak. Well, that was, yeah, that was the next part up when they tried to figure out how to unlock it. And that's when the messenger guy actually kind of explained the whole thing. I love that they have rules. And here you go. I got that whole segment. Okay. Go on. Kill me. Come on. Kill me. <laughs> no. Not you. Your friend, whom you exhausted yourself to save, will be executed unless you unlock the system. Now. Get her, Ina. You won't do it. This machine was completed because we received a message from this woman. A message she has yet to send from her own timeline. You kill her. All this will be erased. Your philosophy is still marred by your simplistic notion of causality. You still don't understand the nature of time. If something is meant to be, it shall be. This I can prove to you. So it takes time travel to create time travel. That's the basic explanation for everything right there. And that makes total sense. And how else are you going to create it? But see, right then you knew that Cassie had to go back. It's kind of a given. Oh, for sure. Because like she says, she, Cassie still hasn't sent the message. Right. And she has to do it in order to get everything done, which is kind of, that was, you know, the end of 12 Monkeys, the movie. Yeah. That's how that happened. Cole sent the message to himself, to the future, so he would get himself back in. Yeah, he said, oh, it was me. It was always me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, it was you, dude. Yep, always him. Now, Deacon, I was kind of interested to see how he was doing there. I love that actor. He's been in a lot of different things, and I, I was glad to see that he's going to be more than a one-off possible villain. Well, I, yeah, I like the way they changed the, uh, what was it, the the Seven? Yeah, the West Seven. The West Seven. Now they're kind of understand that they're not the biggest fish in the pond mm-hmm. <laughs> anymore. Because they didn't know that time travel was happening. Right. Like, they, they were just trying to battle their way through the post-apocalyptic world and, like you said, take the biggest piece of the pie. But now they have this other thing that they need to be able to fight for. Well, I think you really got thrown off on the fact that Cassie could actually help saving because she's just going to yes. jump in a time machine, head on back, go to uh, go to Walgreens, grab some mm-hmm. stuff, come on back, drop it off. He's like, you can do that? For real? Yeah, it's like, oh. Like, cause she looked at him and diagnosed him right there. Right. He's like, oh. Dude, you got a copper uh, overdose going on. I can help you. Yeah. One of the interesting things, though, was, you know, when Deacon finally came around and said, okay, we're good. We got to get rid of this messenger guy right out here. Mm-hmm. You're going to stab him in the neck. So he trains her. But she takes the first kill and she's all like, oh, my God, I just stabbed somebody, which is a massive change to her coming back at the end of the episode and just capping everybody. Oh, yeah, she was taking everybody down. But at that point, she'd been there eight months. At the end of the episode, she'd been there eight months. So she's already had some training. She's probably been fighting off other people in that time. Right, which by is, the time she comes back. Right, which will be interesting to be able to see that time frame of when she was uh, stuck in the future, what was happening then. 
that'll be interesting. But I do have to tell you, though, mm-hmm. if we are ever in a situation where um, you are in control of the machine that will erase time or something like that, and I say, let him kill me, mm-hmm. just let him kill me. Don't okay. don't think twice about it. Just yeah, you know, I'm I'm good. Yeah, me me too, Brad. <laughs> it's all happened before and will happen again. It's exactly. Fine. I'll I'll be back. <laughs> You'll be back. <laughs> oh, one thing we didn't talk about. So the messengers. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I thought they were deformed or they were purple or something. So no, they're just dirty. <laughs> I did too. It's like because we talked about this. Like, they can't be twenty eight. No, right, right. But because no, they were just dirty. And what did they what do you say about ashes? Tomorrow's ashes? No, yesterday's ashes. Well, they had the ashes on them. It's yeah. like I don't So is that the ashes of the world and like body ash and different things like that? And they've just worn those ashes until they could be sent back in time. And were they always meant to be sent back in time because they were sent back in time? By the people? I would like to think that's something they stuck on them recently or else because no. it would smell really bad if not. I, yeah. No. I they, they, I can, you can tell. They've had that on there for a while. Right. Maybe it covers and, the stench or something. And again, know, they're not so. supposed to. They're supposed to have yesterday's ashes until they go back in time. I, they have an idea. So what are they doing when they're going back in time? That's Ro- the ruining the world. Um, or putting things in place. And coming up the, with the witness, because as we saw, by the time Ramsey went back, they already knew about him and other things. Mm-hmm. Like there was already a witness. And then we, we thought Ramsey was the witness, but it's somebody else. So these guys get sent back further, maybe. And they start planting the seeds to help build up the 12, uh, the monkeys, so the army you, of the 12 monkeys. It almost makes you wonder if the, if the um, messengers going back, if they are the witness. Mm, because that might be. and they would pass down their witness to the next one and the next one that could be through time so there could be multiple witnesses but they just know all this stuff right i don't know i guess we're gonna have to look uh watch it and i was kind of wondering when they were going back it mm-hmm. kind of looked like they uh, the lead uh, messenger guy was giving them like a monkey's jaw or something that they were holding i couldn't tell what that was it was a bone of some type and i just thought monkey's jaw because 12 monkeys i don't really know what it was maybe well, it couldn't have been a monkey's paw no it wasn't a monkey's paw that would make more sense I it would have, but it wasn't a monkey's paw. It looked like a monkey's <laughs> jaw. I don't know. Or it, I, it could have been a piece of, I don't know what was. Never. Mind. I I had a flashback to last season with the, uh, with the traveler that was stuck in the container. Mm-hmm. In that one episode, but I'm sure that has nothing to do with it. But just flashback. So Deacon's crew take over the facility, overload the machine, and stop the messengers. I thought that was awesome. Yes, and the, the uh, Deacon shooting the last guy in the head was pretty awesome. Even with these guys, we have no news on the witness or the mm-hmm. Red Forest, other than the messenger saying right before they was in, that they were leaving that they would meet again in the Red Forest. So the Red Forest! I'm really confused about this Red Forest thing. But Did we see anything with the Red Forest last? I mean, I know that we had the thing with, with Jennifer... Um, and her little facility where they were building up the drug. Mm-hmm. Did they mention the Red Forest then? It's been a they, minute. They, uh, Cassie and the Pallid Man had, mm-hmm. an, had a thing with the Red Forest. Ooh. When she was having those, uh, he gave them the drugs or something like that, and she was having the flashbacks. Or, oh, the psychedelic episode. Right. And okay. the only thing about the Red Forest I can think of is part of the tra- time travel experience because... The red vines that came through, 
Yeah. And everything that was a reaction from the time travel that was showing up before. And you can see it on the um, the artwork that they did for the season, where they have Cole on one side of the bridge and then mm-hmm. Cassie on the other, and then like they're they're divided by time. And on Cassie's end, you can see the red forest kind of building up. So maybe with whatever changes they're making, it's some kind of deadly rare forest, it's starting to take effect. Well, I know this season's going to have a lot of time travel effects in it and, and dealing with what the messengers have been doing. So mm-hmm. I guess we will just have to see. Oh, for sure. Okay, let's move on to our other favorite character of the episode. Of the well, series. I just want to say I'm glad that Whitley's back. And that they did not shoot him in the head because I enjoyed that character very much. I loved him when he was in um, that one CBS show where he was in the military. Mm-hmm. Awesome show. So I like that actor. Glad he's back. Oh, I agree with you. That, that's all so. I wanted to say. Okay. So on to our next favorite character of the entire series, uh, oh, Jennifer sure. Goins. She's the best. And she ends up at the end of the world with Dale. Oh, oh never mind. It's the being single is not the end of the world. Speed dating. <laughs> Dale. Yeah. I'd talk about the blind speed date in hell. That was the best moment and worst 60 seconds of the dude's life. Dale has a boat. Did he mention he has a boat? Yeah, he did. So, so what about you? Me? I'm a this and that kind of girl. Ten fingers, ten pies, potpourri, Russian roulette. It's a real mixed bag. Hey, right? Ordinary is boring. Right? Jennifer could never be ordinary. No, not at all. Ah, I I so miss. I I wish she had more in this episode, but it kind of shows that even she was having kind of issues of what she's supposed to do. Yeah. No, sometimes less is more. Right. Like the little bits of Jennifer that we always get is always perfect. It's just enough crazy to set you straight. Exactly. I want to know who knocked out Ramsey while Cole and Jennifer were having a moment. Wasn't that Cassie from the future? What? She was taking all those dudes out. I don't know if that was Cassie or not. I thought it was Cassie. I'll, I guess we'll find out. It makes sense that it would have been Cassie, I guess. Well, no. If she saw him, she would have killed him. Well, probably so. She didn't like him last time she saw him. So. She really didn't like him. I'm still surprised she did that way back in the past. But no, now that we see it, Cassie can be badass. Cassie, that's why Cassie and Jones get along. Yeah, they're two of the same. I'm waiting to find out they're related somehow. Maybe that's... No. No, no, no. No. Stop it. No. Because I was like, maybe that's her daughter from the future, but sent back in the past to keep her safe. Nope. No, because they they would have still been about the same age. Right. Rabbit hole. Stop it. (laughs) Go go down the rabbit hole. No. Back up (laughs) from the rabbit hole. Go ask Alice. She knows. (laughs) Yeah, but no, that was totally cool when Cassie showed up. I agreed. It was it was interesting to watch her just walk up there and just start taking people out. And she's become quite the good shot there since she's been gone. Yeah, because I remember last season when Cole's teaching how to shoot. What is the name of the guy who shows up? And I cannot remember his name. Um, the one who shows up at the end there and tells Jennifer that she is destined to do to release the virus. Was that Rodell? Is it Rodell? I think. Who ends up getting shot in the head at the end? So he can continue his life as the big bad on Orphan Black? I believe. <laughs> I just the part where I was like, I'm like, how's he juggling this show with Orphan Black? Oh, that's how he's doing it. I see now. Maybe he's not. I'm not seeing Orphan Black on here for him. Well, you know who I'm talking about, so. 
Yeah, so Cassie, you know, informs Cole that she's been in the future for eight months now. To his three. Yeah, to his three. And, you know, she ends up having a standoff with Cole because her and uh, Katrina have figured out that... Katrina? Yeah, Katrina. Katharina? Yeah, there we go. I knew I was doing something wrong. Jones (laughs) figured out that Jennifer is the one who releases the virus. And how do we know this? Because she's crazy. And she went, went on, on a, a speed, speed date, date and, and she scared the hell out of her speed date E and said, I want you to, you can save the world by killing me. This virus can kill you, but you can save the world by shooting me. Russian roulette. Let's do this, baby. He's like, I'm not shooting you. Ding, 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 ding. All right. See you later. Uh huh. Crazy Cold train. Bag crazy. <laughs> crazy train. Leave it at the station. Emily Hampshire is the best. Mm hmm. So I guess we'll find out here uh, what happens on that standoff. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see who's going to. Well, you know who's going to back down. It's going to be Cole backing down for whatever reason. But Jennifer's somehow going to escape or talk her way out of it. One of the two. Yeah, because uh, Jennifer is she's like a cat. She'll always land on her feet. She'll always survive. And as we know, she's in the future. More in the last version of the future that we realized unless that part's changed but we saw her in the future a lot of stuff can change Mm -hmm. i mean with cassie in the future and cole stuck in the past yeah we're kind of seeing that well i think that's the whole thing we're going to see a lot of things change okay so i get that that about covers everything you got anything else left on this one uh you already went over some of my favorite lines um Mm -hmm. you know the part when jen splintered that one dude she said who's next i liked when cole was talking to dr adler and he was talking about someone showing them that they could have purpose and i knew even before he said it he was talking about cassie right thought that was a great line you already got the line with jennifer and you got all my lines we think alike i know because i said the messenger with a causality line because you know me, I love rules when it comes to time travel. Our other favorite show, not favorite show, drives me crazy because it has no rules of time travel. <laughs> they make their rules up as they go along. <laughs> basically, basically. Um, so, best what the F moment, awesome moment of the episode, of course, goes to Cassie, returning to 2016 as badass MFR, three months after Cole sent her ahead, and eight months after she arrived in the future. And she just took all those dudes out and uh-huh. was ready to take down Jennifer. And Cole's like, Cassie, hey, babe. So he, she was like, move. <laughs> just get out the way. And then, of course, second runner-up, Jennifer's toxic speed date. Yeah, you can't beat that one. Yeah. So that, that was it for me. I, I, I was watching this and so happy that the show came back. I am, too. I really can't wait till the next week until more comes on. Yeah. And I'll be able to watch it live maybe the week after because, you know, Lucifer's season finale is next Monday. Oh, so, yeah, there you go. And by the way, if you if you don't if you're interested in Hue Lighting this year, oh I my mean, God. last I year swear was kind of, you have a sponsor. No, last year. Are we a sponsor? Well, no, hold on. Well, last year was a little iffy on the Hue Lighting. It wasn't as really? clean. The Expanse made it a lot better. Um, this season on it, it was amazing. It was really good. One, I'm going to shoot a video of it here one week and post it up on there so people can see it. It was really impressive. It was a lot more impressive than it was last year. Interesting. I will show you. So if you haven't already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other Killer Girl articles posted there. We have a lot of different articles there, and there are tons of awesome writers filling up the site with amazing fandom articles. 
Yes, be sure to check that out. We'll be back later on this week with another recap for Legends of Tomorrow. And next week, we'll be returning with a recap of 12 Monkeys Episode 2 entitled Primary. If you have thoughts or comments about this episode, let us know in the comments section below or hit us up on Twitter or the Facebook page. Until then, we'll catch you in the future.